listening to the Fragile Egos podcast. Brought to you by Riley Featherstone, Hugh Ferguson, and Alid Pennock. The show where actors sit down weekly to have pointless conversations that nobody asked for. So sit down, get comfy, and enjoy the show. And welcome back to the Anything and Everything podcast, where we talk about Mostly reality TV, as it turns out. <laughs> We're trying so hard. We started off this episode, right, wanting to talk about film and some of our fav- uh, favourite films and, and stuff of that sort. By the end, we're talking about Tracy Beaker, so... <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Beaker, hmm. and uh, what else? I'm a celeb. Um, I'm a celeb. I'm a celebrity, yeah. an alternate version of I'm a celeb. So this is the Reality TV podcast. So welcome and um, enjoy if that's even remotely possible for this episode because yeah. we haven't got a clue what it is. Uh, if you do listen to it, uh, don't forget to give the podcast a review and subscribe. Um, five stars only. That's beginning to work. Only. It's beginning to work. Is it beginning to work? Don't want to speak too soon, but yeah, it's got eight five star ratings. And there's only three of us. <laughs> right, did you get that? Movies. I, I know what it is. Yeah, it's Rocky. No, no, no. It's not, it's not Rocky. No. It's Pearl and Dean. You did. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's one. Here's one for you, Riley. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a planet. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't steal a Death Star. It's Fragile Ego's movie special. Hey. Well, hey. Um, they, uh, we realize that we speak a lot about tv and <laughs> this never turned into a tv podcast it, <laughs> yeah, no, this wasn't planning it's this sort of... episode the morning show yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh a theater obviously obviously because that's what we obviously that's what we do um but now we want to talk about our favorite movies film filmic things motion pictures <laughs> uh, uh yes and I, I wanted to start off with a little, little, um, little ditty story. Yeah, a little story that Riley just told us when we were, um, when we were planning this. Uh, Riley, can you tell us about the Devil Wears Prada? Well, I used to, <laughs> until a couple of years ago. I I've never seen the Devil Wears Prada, but I always oh, thought it's a good film. It's actually yeah, really I've, good I've film. heard that. I've heard it's a good film, but I just haven't seen it. I I I used to believe that it was the the de- like the devil wear, and it was his Prada. I didn't w- realize it was the devil wears Prada, as in like Prada the. Code. As in the Prada that belongs to the devil wear. Yeah, it's, it's the devil wears Prada. You know. <laughs> you just thought, oh, that's this horror film. Did you get, what what genre did you think the devil wears Prada um, was? I didn't. What is is isn't it a romance? <laughs> Mm, uh, uh, kind of. I haven't. I haven't seen it. it. What? What? What genre is it? It's like a drama. Yeah, comedy. A co- comedy drama. Yeah, I, I thought it was comedy drama. Yeah, I don't know what I thought it was. To be honest with you, it's a prequel, sequel, trilogy, 
saga. To which film? Uh, if oh, that's a good thing. If you could could find another film that fits perfectly as a prequel or a sequel to a film that's completely unassociated to oh, it. Oh wow! It's like Devil Wears Prada, and it has to have the same actor. So it could be like Mamma <laughs> Mia is the is the prequel to Devil Wears Prada because Meryl Streep's in it. Do um, you know what I, mean? I I used to think that um, you know the opening sequence to Casino Royale where they're doing all the parkour. Yeah. They're in somewhere with like all these buildings being built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because Daniel Craig's costume in that, in my head, was really similar to his costume in the tomb, one of the Tomb Raider films. Yeah. Right. I used to think, like, oh, maybe they're connected. And I was like, they're clearly not. But yeah, like, yeah. one is James Bond <laughs> and tomb one is Raider, Tomb Raider. James Bond. <laughs> but, like, think about it. I think that would be pretty cool. Speaking of which, I heard a rumour on, on the radio uh, that apparently Harry Styles is being considered to play James Bond. I I saw something about that. I'm uh, not sure how true that is. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's handsome enough, but isn't James Bond supposed to be a bit older though? Yeah, I'm I, not sure there's much specification. But I, I did you watch Dunkirk with Harry Styles? Yeah, in? yeah, yeah. No, was he good? No, yeah, he was alright. I I liked. I liked the film. I did really like the film. His acting wasn't bad. It was yeah. I preferred 1917 as a war film of recent that. years, but Dunkirk. I kind of got a bit. There was a lot of hype around it only because it was a Christopher Nolan film, yeah. and uh, obviously it had Harry Styles. Had a very good cast actually. Tom Hardy had another mask on. Of course he did, because he was a pilot. Um, but yeah. did you know for the new film Tenet or Tenet yeah. or David Tennant? David Tennant. You know, he crashed a real plane into a real building because it's cheaper, apparently, than using CGI to do the same thing. Oh, my God. Is that Only true? Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. What he crashed a plane into it. Like, obviously, like, he ran it up on a track, went boom. Imagine, imagine they missed, like, the first time they, like, got it wrong. Like, they'd have to like, retake. <laughs> reset. Wrong building. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Surely they could have done like a miniatures thing like they did on like Star Wars. I know obviously in IMAX it probably wouldn't look as good. But yeah. <laughs> just a little toy. I I watched the trailer to Tenet and I've yeah. never been more confused in my life. I've not seen the trailer. It, it looks like it's gonna be uh, an inception y type. Yeah, but in, like film. at least with Inception, you're like, yeah, and it's a dream in a dream in a dream in a dream. But like with this, it's just like Yes, and I can also count five seconds into the past, but also into the future at the same time. Also, so, Robert Patterson is here. With also, a nice collection of <laughs> neckerchiefs. <laughs> He's just wearing, like, scarves. As someone that hasn't seen this trailer, this I, I like it. it. Like, there's bits uh-huh. in it. It's a really cool bit in the in the trailer where, like, a car is, like, they're on a road and it starts, like, crashing. It flips, but then yeah. it lands, like, back the way it was. And it carries, so, like, it's, oh, like, quite I have trippy. Seen, I, yeah. I've seen that little section bit on YouTube, but I haven't seen the rest. I gotta admit, I'm quite looking forward to it. I do enjoy Christopher Nolan films. I've seen oh, yeah. Batman. I love those films. I love oh, Dark Dark Knight. Yeah. I also love Dark Knight Rises as well. I was like I enjoyed it. Are we just becoming a Batman podcast now? <laughs> oh yeah, we spoke about that before, didn't we? About Are Batman we? and Robin. Bat nipples. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's alright. We can talk about Batman more than once. Welcome to the Batcast. No. Not only yeah. once. 
<laughs> Riley's a massive Superman stan. Yeah, I <laughs> he's like, no Batman. <laughs> Speaking of, what did you think of Man of Steel? Uh, well, I was naughty, naughty, and saw it on a pirate DVD. You wouldn't steal a car, but I'd steal a copy of this film. <laughs> you admitted to piracy? Well, I didn't. You know, your mother... Uh, your mother. My mother. No. <laughs> My <laughs> mother. Mothers or fathers always had a friend who yeah. like had DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. Like, oh, this film doesn't come out yet. Three months time. And yeah. it's, so I had like, one day she came home from work and it was... um. <laughs> Man of Steel and the Lone Ranger, you know the one they did Johnny Depp as. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and um, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Who, Army Hammer, by the way, would make an excellent Batman. Um, I think I he'd think. make a better Green Lantern. Is that a compliment? Well, Green Lantern. Green Lantern's history hasn't been the best, is it really? No, but no film-wise, were... but I love the Green Lantern like character. I can't even remember the concept of of Green Lantern. I know there's a ring. He's a pilot. Yeah, with willpower and um, the ring he wears. Yeah, um, he can manifest anything. So, but like in in the in the Ryan Reynolds film, all he could think of manifesting was like jets and massive like fists. You know, like those things you get in like um a like a pin not a pinball machine. You put the coin in, you turn it, and you get a ball out. Yeah, yeah. And you get like an octopus and you throw it against the wall. It was literally like things you get in that, like as toys that he thought to manifest in. No, I I love I love superhero films, but like the thing the thing I have with it is like everyone like every one of them has to be bigger than the next one because it's like building to stuff. And then it gets to mm-hmm. a certain point and you're like, how are you going to build from this? Like, what's going to happen? Is yeah. the, the actual cinema going to like have fireworks in the room? Like, <laughs> what's going to happen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how can you build from a certain point? Well, yeah. that's why I like in, in the MCU, they brought out Infinity War and then they yeah. brought out Ant-Man and the Wasp. And you're like, ah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously they have, what happens in Ant-Man and the Wasp obviously spoilers affects what happens in Endgame, but it's it's sort of like oh my god, what's going to happen next? And then it's just Paul Rudd drumming in his house under house arrest. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd learning to do card tricks. He's not even in character. It's literally just Paul Rudd doing a vlog. I I I'd watch that. Would you? Yeah, I, I I'm a fan of Paul Rudd. I think he's he's funny. And he doesn't age, much no. like the meme says. And he's also very talented. He's a very good dramatic actor in some instances. I do agree. Another person who's very good comedy and drama, doesn't get enough credit for it. Well, starting to now is Steve Carell. Oh, Steve yeah. Carell, yeah. yeah. He's, he's proper good. Yeah. Proper, proper good. good. Like an Oscar award for proper good performance. Pro- proper good acting. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of like comedy actors are like, d- like some of the best comedy actors actually tend to be pretty decent in like dramatic roles. Just n- I, I don't know. I think they translate quite well, so, quite often. Yeah, mm. I, I think the thing is because, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people would agree, comedy to perfect is so difficult yeah. yeah and you've got to have the people who are listening to you on your side so you've got to find a way of winning them over yeah. so if you can win them over with a laugh 
which is harder, in my opinion, than winning them over with a dramatic thing, mm-hmm. then I agree. Yeah, you just change like the mood of it because you've already won them over and they're listening to you. Mm-hmm. If you say something serious, then they're like on board more. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree definitely. If you could give an Oscar to anyone for proper good acting that you think is underrated, who would it be? And you can't say, like, my mam. <laughs> I'd give it to my daddy. Yeah. Well, that hasn't... Yeah, so, like, you know, you could say, oh, I don't know, Maggie Smith. She's, but no, she's actually quite rated as an actor. Yeah. That's kind of a difficult question to ask. We could have asked that before. We... Yeah, I know. I can't, literally can't think of any... The only, um, the only person that's coming to my head is Tom Hardy and he's not underrated. Everyone knows he's a good actor. Yeah. No, I'd say he's he's underrated in a in a, like an award sense. Everyone's sort yeah. of like amongst the masses they go, Oh Tom Hardy, he's good. Like my dad would go see a film because Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah. Because he's yeah. like I've, Tom Hardy. I just fucking love Tom Hardy movies, man. Mm. Even Venom. I, I liked I liked Tom Hardy in Venom, but I didn't like Venom. Oh, okay. I I actually really liked Venom. I haven't seen it yet. Unpopular opinion or whatever. I I thought it was really good. My problem with Venom was <clears throat> the sp- the time, the, t- the spacing of time. Like it started off the first ten minutes of the movie was a certain like real time, and then it was like ninety days later or something like that. And I was like, okay, mm. like what's good? But yeah. yeah, I think on the design level, I think I'd change the color of the villain. So it's it looks like less like Venom because like Venom's black and white, and then the villain was like a dark grey and black. I liked so I liked like, the comedy in it as well. I liked the the comedy between Venom and Tom Hardy. I did like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was mainly it was mainly it wasn't the the it was the writing. I think it was like the the structure of the whole film that I didn't like. Uh, I've got two for. Uh, Killian Murphy, I think he's only oh, yeah. now getting recognised for like I, yes work he's done. He's just he's <laughs> well, just, just Killian Murphy stands up, so mate, it'd be like <laughs> if I was unfair. like if I was gay, you know what? Like, there's just no question about it. You know what I mean? He's he's he's. I'm sure <laughs> Killian would be thrilled to hear that. And the other one is another Irish actor, it's Robert Sheehan. Ah. Uh, Again, again. He is Nathan in Misfits. Yeah. And Klaus um, in the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah. He's another man that I stand, to be fair. Would you give him an Oscar? It depends on... It, if there's a video I watched on uh, YouTube, and it has, like, it's put up by Netflix, it's his career. He started off as a child actor. Yeah. And, like, up to Umbrella Academy season two. And some of the work he's done... Uh, there's some films on that I haven't seen, but, like, it's not all just, like, ooh, I'm quirky acting. Like, there's some yeah. proper, like, roles on there. Have you seen Umbrella Academy? I've seen the first season. The first season, yeah. yeah. I I like the whole the whole bit where, like, the the war bit and he comes back. You know that? Yeah, he goes to yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. I found that... Spoilers, like, really, spoilers. Yeah. Redacted spoilers. I, that, <laughs> that bit was really, like... Yeah, it was really touching. Oh, yeah, for, it's like three years old, isn't it? No, a year old. year old, yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 Second season's just come out. I haven't seen any other. If you guys could... Oh, and you I... haven't answered yet. I can't think of anyone. Um, 
Uh, let's just say for the sake of it. Is this bloke um, called Riley Featherstone? It's just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rob Lowe, because that man is just... <sighs> Who? He's so dreamy. Rob Lowe. Who's Rob Lowe? Um, have you seen Wayne's World? Yeah. You know, the, the asshole, like, villain of Wayne's World. The really handsome guy that works Maybe. for, like, a record he's company. Gonna, he's going to Google it. What's his name? Rob Lowe. Lowe with an L-O-B-E. E. Yeah, L-O-W-E. Can't spell his name, and I know you said it, but I can't be asked. <laughs> Rob Lowe. I put R-O-B-L-O, and Roblox came up. <laughs> <laughs> Roblox. I'd give Roblox an Oscar. <laughs> Can you imagine? If you could adapt something that either you've read or seen as like a cartoon into a film or a film series, what would it be? Can it be a show? Could it be like a yeah. play? Yeah, because I know I would love to adapt Dragon Ball Z into a film series. <laughs> that could go really wrong, though. Like, oh. Yeah, look at The Last Airbender. Yeah. You put it in the wrong hands and it's... Yeah, but it's also like a really simple, like straight, like it's more or less a streamlined story. It's like bad guy comes to Earth, they fight him, they win. Spoilers. The one, the one book that I absolutely loved, um, before realizing that Simon Stevens had turned it into a play, was *The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night Time*. That was just like, I don't, you've probably not read the book, but the book is like no, so good. It is really good, and the play for that was ten out of ten. Amazing. Really. I don't know if it would work in a f- film form though. It's it's very uh, like artistic in it. Yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't work as yeah. film. I don't think. I don't know. I think mine would be. I don't know. Uh, the one that comes to mind is "Come from Away." Only oh, yeah. because only because I cried twice watching that show. Come from Away. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a musical. It's a true story oh, about. In uh, during nine eleven, right, uh, the U.S. airspace was shut down. Obviously, so they had to divert planes. Okay, um, and there's a place called Gander in Newfoundland mm-hmm. in Canada, and there's an old like unused airport there, and they land thirty seven, yeah, thirty seven planes there. So the town size doubles in population. Right. Um. And they're there for a, a week and they just let people come into their homes and stay with them. Cause it's only like a small town. That sounds really cool. And, actually, that could, yeah. that would, that would really work. As a film, yeah. yeah. And it's based on like, there's, there's real people that they've written about. So they spoke yeah. to the real people and then wrote the show and like, then. That's yeah. cool. So I, I'd go for that. And that'd be I'm, really. I think that would be really cool. I'm like Dragon Ball Z because if I didn't, and, and I was like, yeah. Um, I think the really deep narrative of really character based um, people in film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine is Oscar bait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, have you noticed like all like musicals that are like come out to try and be like Oscar worthy all come around like Oscar season? You never see a musical come out musical come out in the summer really but wouldn't you do the same you know the if you got an oscar for what you for your project that's instant, yeah but what like, i'm saying is that for some reason musicals always release around december time because they want to be like ooh, oscars yeah well like musical films yeah, yeah. all right okay I was yeah thinking... so like cats 
came out in December because they, <laughs> they thought it would be Oscar bait. <laughs> I ne- didn't see it, and I've seen clips, and I really don't intend to. I've seen it like on discount in shops oh. on DVD, and I'm like, I'm very good, thank <laughs> you. Like, we have 700 copies of Cat. Please take one for free. <laughs> <laughs> like they got Steven Spielberg's Flip got West Side Story coming out in December. If cinemas are open, but yeah, that's what I've noticed. I I'm surprised Tanner is coming out now. I think it's been postponed indefinitely. Aren't there still films coming out? Like instead, there were the there's films that were supposed to come out in cinemas, but they're just releasing them. Like, yeah, like Scoob. You have to pay twenty quid yeah. to watch Scoob oh, on Amazon Prime. Twenty quid. Yeah, and Mulan, uh, the live action one, they've said is going up on Disney Plus. But for thirty dollars extra, nah. You go to the cinema. You you pay. You know it, that's extortionate. Yeah, but I'm happy to pay that. I was like, who goes to cinema and spends thirty pound for the film? Yeah, do you know what Bloody I mean? hell, man. Obviously, because they're expecting that less people will end up paying for for that. Yeah, like to make yeah. the budget back, and versus how many people own, own Disney Plus. Yeah, they probably mm. like worked out, and then they're like. Yeah, it costs like twenty quid to make a money back, so it's, you know. But then, but then, what I don't get is they put Hamilton up on there, and people just got the subscription and then deleted their subscription. Yeah, that, I think that's why they're trying to avoid. Yeah, but people are less likely now to get the subscription because they have to get the subscription and then pay an and extra pay, thirty yeah. quid. Yeah. So people are just going to not bother. Yeah. Whereas, at least with the thing they did with Hamilton. I'm presuming Disney Plus has like a free trial of some sorts, which they think... got rid of it. Oh, did they actually? Oh, they got rid of it. They because it was a seven day free trial or two week free trial. Then when Hamilton came out to avoid people just using the free trials, they got rid of it. Oh. I love the layout of Disney Plus, though. I've I've not got it, but I've heard that it seems like there's quite a lot on there. To be honest, there's lo- there's like lords on there. Yeah, and like the way it's all laid out is like really clear. The thumbnails aren't like huge, like so you can't this see. So it's sponsored by. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Don't even say it. It's not. <laughs> Please sponsor. Could us. you imagine? Not that we would help your brand in any way, because <laughs> you are so much yeah. better than us. <laughs> little this little company called Disney. <laughs> yeah, we we can help you grow. <laughs> God, but like that's the thing is that there's so much on there because Disney owns so much, like Fox, National Geographic, ABC, yeah, they do Marvel, right. Star Wars, like Lucasfilm, <laughs> uh, like next Warner Brothers, then the world. So, 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 I'm just giving options, sorry. So, this is my impression of Alad. So, uh, what would you guys do? Uh, that's good. Okay, um... Is my, is my voice that high? <laughs> no, 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 that's just my voice, I just got a so, high voice. So, uh... Your voice is interesting though, Alad, because you can be, you can be quite high, yeah, but then when you're talking, you're very low in your register when you... I distinctly remember in first year when we were talking about voice qualities, you turned to Lynn and said, when we were talking about each other's voices in, in the class, and Riley turned to Lynn and goes, yeah, because, uh, here, what I, my real name, um, he, he's, he's got a weird voice. I was like, who the fuck <laughs> is this? Say that. <laughs> I did, did not say that. He's got a weird that. voice because it sounds high, 
but it also sounds low at the same time. And I was like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, what? what? I was like, yeah, right, he's got a smelly voice. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, you did. You did, honest to God. I wasn't, I wasn't offended. I was just like... It's the sort of thing he'd remember. Yeah, it's... If it's about me, I'll remember it. If it's something I said, I won't. I've apparently said loads of things in first show. Was I really just that, like, out of it the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christian Bale. Uh, <laughs> what? Christian Bale. <laughs> Fuck me, shut up! <laughs> Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Proceed. Thank you. Christian Bale, famous actor. Uh, some of you may know him. Um, he is probably one of the most well-known actors for changing uh, his like entire physique <laughs> to yeah. play different characters. Right. So, uh, for example, for The Machinist in 2003 or four. Mm-hmm. He was, I don't know, something like like 90 pounds. I don't know how much that is in stone. And then a year, or maybe a year, two years later, he was probably the most ripped man in Hollywood with all the muscles that you could possibly dream of Yeah, to play Batman. So my question to the panel, um, what were, what's the most extreme thing you'd think you'd do for a role? Like in terms of physicality wise or whatever? Um I think uh given like we said before uh, with our lookalikes, I've been told I look like a fat Chris Pratt. Um Fat Chris Pratt <laughs> You know when he was in Parks and Recs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he got cast as Star Lord. And they were yeah. like, What? I I'd go for a transformation like that because <laughs> I think it'd suit me. Uh, I'd need someone. I the problem is I couldn't be left to my own devices. Uh, if they were like, "You do it. You're doing this role. Do it. Get ready." And then I would, <laughs> like, get ready. What? <laughs> okay. Like, what? Uh, do I have I, a skinny I, suit? Or I like... don't have the willpower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the willpower to. And that's that's like you said, it's skinny suit. Like that's what's annoying is that when uh, Chris Hemsworth did. Thor in Endgame, they could give him a fat suit. No one can give <laughs> yeah. you a muscle suit, can they? Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really look the same. <laughs> I I think if I was to do a role like that, though, where I had to do some sort of transformation, it would be of a certain budget where I would have someone like a like a trainer or like someone to like a trainer. Yeah, yeah someone to to make sure I'm doing things right because I'd want to do things to the best of that, you know. Um, roids. <laughs> No, but <laughs> no, but I would, I would go to extremes. No, but yeah, but no, but maybe. I would go to extremes of like losing a lot of weight, um, or gaining a lot of weight. But I wouldn't do it like skinny film, fat film, skinny. You know what I mean? Like it would just fuck your body up. <laughs> <doing that. laughs> um, you know I mean? Mr. Director, Mr. Producer, um, I was fat in the last film. Can I lose all the weight for this one? You just alternate, yeah. Like, who, like it's a new person every time you get cast yeah. in something. But you're very strict in that you alternate skinny, fat, and then like you've done a fat film, and they're like, "Oh, perfect, you play Santa," and then you're like, 
but this is my skinny film. <laughs> um, guys, how do you think Santa this time around is just like, I don't know, like tiny? They're like, no, that's not how it works. And he also <laughs> has an electro- an electrician business. <laughs> yeah. Santa Hellclaws. Santa Hellclaws. Santa yeah. uh, Throwback. Listen throwback. to the second episode. Yeah. Or second. third episode. I can't remember which one. One of them. We've done one so called many professional these. names. Oh, we're, we're, we're 11 episodes in now. Oof. Oof. Well, we're old hands at this now. Yeah, Joe Rogan has like 3,000 episodes, but it's all right. You think we'd be good at it? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. What would you, what would you do, who? I mean, you, you, well, you, you're a gym bunny as it is. Yeah, I'm a bunny for the gym. I buying. Um, well, <laughs> I used to be known for fucking weird haircuts and like doing anything to my hair that like a whim took me and I dyed my hair blonde for oh, yeah. an amateur show. Uh, I've yeah. shaved my head multiple times. Um, shaved there. my head on my own one. So, sh- like, I didn't go to a barber, and it was just like a number two all over. So I just looked like I had like a fuzzy haircut, <laughs> like a kiwi. It was like no tone to it. My head, yeah, my head was like a circle. I um, think I, I've often thought about, oh, maybe I'll get adventurous and dye my hair. But then I realised me dyeing my hair then doesn't match my personality. So if I went like <laughs> blue and looked like Hades from Hercules, yeah, right, and they'd be like, oh, cool, what a guy. <laughs> and then it's me. You'd be like, well, I've, Hello. I've been m- missold. That's false advertising. You have to be. Th- you have to think about dyeing your hair as an actor, though, because you're gonna have to get new headshots. You're gonna have to pay for headshots with blue hair. Yeah, I know. That's what, that's what I was thinking over, over the, over the Q word over the last few months, these yeah. unprecedented times, uh, of buzzing my hair, just like shaving it off, and then I'm yeah. like, oh, I've got long hair on my headshot. Yeah, but so oh, the life of an actor, how difficult it is. Oh. I, oh, if I have a haircut one day and the picture the next, I cannot change the hair. <laughs> I have to update like twelve websites. Like that think I've got short <laughs> yeah. brown hair. Would you um? <laughs> would you ever do nudity? Do nudity? Yeah, like for for a production, for a film, like a or film or in general, for, for, <laughs> for, for a laugh. <laughs> like, what type of film? Uh, not not a. Uh, like xxx film but like um i wouldn't because no one wants to see that (laughs) (laughs) especially a live theater audience they wouldn't want it i think there'd have to be a reason for it though i think michael kane said about nudity and he was like the thing is with doing nudity is that no one's looking at like your like you they're looking at like that (laughs) like the the, they're not looking at your character your acting they're looking at the business, you know, I would still do yeah. it though. if if I got if it was a decent role, I would do. It. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if it was necessary to the story, then yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, I think. But if it was just like, uh, yeah, and then like before you go in, into the changing room before the pool scene, uh, you're like full frontal. I'm like, yeah, that's really not needed, though, is it? All right, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, shot factor. Oh, uh, I was gonna say. Have you, you, it came out like ages ago, but did you see Mark Wahlberg's um, daily routine? I mean, like, yeah, that's what it is. His daily routine. The one that isn't actually really his daily routine, but it's like a, yeah. Oh, it is. It's, it is. Yeah. Wakes up at two thirty. <laughs> it is. 
No, he, he, he gets up at four, <laughs> and he gyms once, then he has breakfast, and he does yoga, then he gyms twice. <laughs> and then he goes to play golf five times. Yeah. He walks 900 miles a day on the golf course. Plays five golfs. Yeah. How... <laughs> You know this whole like thing of like waking up early and like being you know um, active. You know, oh, I wake up at six o'clock. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. How early is like? When does that limit stop? It's like, oh yeah, I wake up nine thirty the day before. Like, you know what I mean? I think nine thirty in the evening. I think half past four is like the earliest. Like from in my head, like if you get up before half past four <laughs> to go to the gym, I'm like. There's something up with you. Yeah, you you know. need to talk to someone. But like, if they're like, I was four, and then I get my day going, I got to bed really early. I'm like, okay, I yeah. respect that. But Maybe. if they're like, yeah, I get up at like two o'clock in the morning, and I go do like a heavy weight session, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Didn't Mark Wahlberg, or so, there was someone that said they were going half two? I don't think it was Mark Wahlberg. Someone said that. No, he was Mark Wahlberg up at four. But the thing is, like Olymp- Olympians, I get like swimmers, if they if they're like school age. They have to get up and swim before school, yeah. and then go to school and then swim after and that sort of thing. And like that, I get because it's their livelihood. That's what they're working towards. But like, I, I know there's, uh, uh, you know, keeping yourself in tip-top condition is is all well and good as an actor. But getting up at four and doing like fifty gym sessions a day, like when it's, yeah, it seems a bit tiresome. It does depend it? though if you're <laughs> if you're employed or not. You know what I mean, like. As an unemployed actor, you can you don't have to really wake up at four thirty in the morning because well yeah but but if you're what Mark Wahlberg, even if you were and you're employed work, you're working in films every day yeah but like it's the amount of gym work he's doing that's what gripes me <laughs> stop being so healthy goddammit. it stop it yeah it's it's like it's an excess and it it, it shines badly on the fat man. <laughs> you're not fat so so yeah so you're just blaming him for how you feel yeah so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna send it over uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna do i'm gonna put it probably put it up on instagram on the fragile league's instagram alid's daily routine <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. yeah, let, yeah. Ev- let all the viewers know what you do and you gonna- it's gonna uh, it's gonna start like wake up 10 o'clock Ooh. yeah wake up 10 o'clock stay in bed till like 11 ish yeah mm-hmm. And then, and then I'm not going to spoil the rest. I'm going to figure out. But yeah, that's essentially why it's a normal day in the life of someone that's not Mark Wahlberg. But also, everyone has their own. Like some people are just morning people. You know what I mean? Like I, I've said before, yeah. I strive. Like I feel maybe that's just because like I, my sleep routine is just fucked. But like I feel like I'm active in the night and in the mornings like i could not wake up at 4 30 in the morning even if i went to bed at seven well if i had to obviously I, th- I think i could like if i had to but as like this like you wake up one day and you go okay i'm gonna be a 2 a.m gym person yeah i'd think i'd have a reality check like really soon yeah like, really soon after that i can wake up and be in like a great mood though and it annoys alicia because i'll wake up and I'll be like, morning. And she's like, seriously. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't do that. I could never, I could never, like, my mother to wake me and my brother up for school. She used to, like, sing up the stairs. And I'd be oh. like, <sighs> <sighs> but, but yeah, not like, I can wake up early. I just not, like, chipper and, like, good morning, everyone. If I had to, yeah, 
I I'd need a coffee. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me before my first coffee <laughs> of the day. Don't talk to me. I don't me. know why, Riley, but when you said that, I just I feel like getting you loads of like gin merchandise to put around your house. Wait, what? The fun Virgin. Do you know like live oh, no. live love live, love. love. <laughs> don't talk to me before my first coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but they're like at specific stations of the house. Yeah, it's the kitchen, o'clock, the living room. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Riley, don't talk to me before my first coffee. I never used to like coffee. I always hated the taste of it. Have you, you know, have you heard that I'm a celebrity is not going to be in the jungle this year? Ah. They've confirmed that it's going to be filmed in the UK countryside in an abandoned castle. And it's going to be king or queen of the castle. That's just where James lives. Yeah. <laughs> he lives. In- no, James lives on the mothership. What? That was, that's the whole yeah, point so- to be in the jungle. Well, obviously, they can't get to the jungle, can they? Yeah, but think of how much money they're saving by not flying people out and paying them half a million. Just get them a nice Mercedes, like, seven-seater for them to sit in. Get them over to wherever they're going to be. I don't know. Hertfordshire. I don't know where it is. And then sort it, then. Come on. Carmarthenshire. Imagine it's Carmarthen Castle. <laughs> Carmarthen Castle, next, right next to the main road. <laughs> but the hairdresser. <laughs> Backed onto knots. Yeah. <laughs> but would, wouldn't wouldn't a better premise? We're back onto reality TV again, guys. Oh, I don't know how we, we did can't it. Stay away. Oh. Um, wouldn't wouldn't a better premise? Right. Tune me out. Be if you locked, say you get twenty celebrities, and you right. locked them in prison. Like you make, you get an old abandoned prison and you do it up and yeah. they're the inmates and then you watch them like get treated like prisoners. So it's like the, the Stanford prison experiment. Is that the one where they like told everyone you're the guard and you're yeah. the thing and they kept, they yeah. like abused the shit out of people. Yeah, it's really traumatic. No, it's not that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's laughing. You're like, yeah, the really tragic one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Ha <laughs> ha. No, the um, they get like actual guards and they treat them like prisoners, and then they're like, "Oh, I can't take it anymore." And then the, the guard turns to them and like, "You shouldn't have, I don't know, what's like a minor offense you can go to prison. You shouldn't have committed fraud." And they're like, "Minor you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have left dog poo and not paid the two hundred fifty pound fine." <laughs> it's more. It's like two grand, isn't it? Is it? Yes, yeah, a two grand dog turd. <laughs> <laughs> it better be golden. I thought I th- originally thought you'd, uh, t- you know, the CBB, uh, CBBC show. I think it was on CBBC where there was uh, a the bunch slammer. of kids. Yeah, the slammer. I think you're talking about like an adult version of that. Yeah, yeah. And each night they have to perform. <laughs> How do I look? Bye. Divine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ted Robbins. R.I.P. Yeah, he died. Didn't he? Tracy Beaker's coming back. Is yeah, it? she's the mum this time. Yeah, she's a she's like a single mum or something, isn't she? What Tracy Beaker yeah. is? Oh God, Danny What's Harmer that? can do no wrong. Danny Harmer, if you ever see this, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> Since when? Between her and Matt Cardle, the peak is it? The peak, the peak. Yeah, the peak. Comedy Wallace and Gromit. That's your actor who uh, deserves an Oscar. Yeah, it's Danny, Danny Harmer. Danny Harmer. Oh, no, serious. Like, I'm an encyclopedia for Tracy Beaker. You are. Like, I've never known anyone that knows more Tracy Beaker stupid, just un- unneeded shit. <laughs> 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 you, you could be. Ask me a question. 
the thing is, though, I didn't watch enough Tracy Beaker to ask you a question about it. I, I, I have, I have a brief knowledge. What does um, Duke put in the soup that scares the little girl? Courgette. Yeah, but was he? Was he? Was he say? Was he say there? Oh, fingers or something, isn't it? Yeah, ladies' fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also know that one of the girls uh, had to fall like Girl Scouts or something. She had to like bake a sponge cake, and she got sabotaged by Roxy Wellard. There's a glove in it. Rubber glove in it. Oh. That's clearly sabotage, though. If like that happened to you, like, oh, I forgot to take my rubber glove out of the of the cake mix. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, oh, you fail because of that. <laughs> As a kid, you're like, oh my god. You're like, holy shit, how the f- what? where did that come from? And then you see Roxy in the toilet. That, that's the uh, next episode of Great British Bake Off, isn't it? Mary Berry just goes around with rubber <laughs> gloves and just stuff put, put them in the cake mix. <laughs> so this, this episode, episode has been... Like... Yeah, this episode has been insightful and yeah <laughs> and on that bombshell <laughs> you know when you know when people leave your house and they're like well better get yeah well better, well that's me and they slap their thighs yeah well, <laughs> yeah uh to the audience well that's the end of the podcast um we'll uh, uh better get going uh leave uh, a review but five stars only Go on, go on the Facebook, Twitters, Instagram, and do the things where you mm-hmm. follow us. And go on our YouTube, subscribe, turn on notifications, little bell, little link. Um, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And uh, I think that'll be us. Uh, uh, see you next time yeah. for um, yeah. another episode. This is going to be the most annoying outro I've ever <laughs> in our lives. Ah, all the viewers are gone by now. (laughs) No one's listening. (laughs) Bye, you sexy dolphin parrot. La la.